When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Transit. I'm Ingrid Iverson, and I'm here with astrologer Scott Tajarian. We're here to talk about what's happening in the planets and stars for the week of May 18th through the 24th. What do you have for us, Scott? Well, Ingrid, I have a lot of interesting information to share surrounding the theme of communication. But before we go there, I want to remind our listeners to please rate us five stars on iTunes. Now, to the planets. So when I'm thinking about the planets, I like to use metaphors. When you're just thinking about the planets, it can get very vague. I think of astrology as a board game. And if you go to my website, theweeklytransit.com, you can sign up for the email where I send out everything that I'm talking about here on the podcast. But there are visual images of what I'm describing here on the podcast. I'm a very visual learner. Uh, Perhaps if you're one of those people, seeing what I am talking about will help everything that I'm sharing make a little more sense. When you're looking at astrology, astrology is a language. Astrology is made up a language made up of different symbols that communicate how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. And the way that the language is laid out, to me, it looks like a board game. You have the signs, which are the board, and then you have the planetary pieces that move around the board and connect with each other. And through those connections, they tell us a story as to what is going on in terms of how the planets are affecting life on Earth. So I also think of the planets like music. They create a rhythm, and either you are vibing to the rhythm of the planets, or you are dancing to the completely wrong song, and it feels (laughs) like everything is off. Out of sync. Yes, out of sync. So when you're talking about the rhythm of the planets, the first piece that I look at is the moon. The moon moves quickest through the zodiac. It takes 28 and a quarter days for the moon to move through the zodiacs where it takes Pluto 248 years. So this week, the moon moves from Aries to Cancer. The moon represents your emotions. When you think about the rhythm of the planets and we're speaking about the moon, we're speaking of the rhythm of your emotions. So at the top of the week, the moon a.k.a. your emotions, is in the cardinal fire sign of the ram, which is Aries. At the bottom of the week, the moon is in the cardinal water sign, which is the crab in Cancer. So we go from cardinal fire to cardinal water. And the theme this week is about communication. So I want everyone who's listening to think about yourself as a communicator. 
do you want to be a better communicator, a better conscious communicator, somebody who is communicating from a place of purpose? That is what the planets are asking us to do right now and most specifically this week. So on Monday, May 18th, the moon in Aries connects with Mercury in Gemini. So the moon is the emotions. Mercury is the god of thieves. Thieves? Yes, thieves. It's also the messenger of the gods and guide of souls to the underworld. So I bring up the mythology because the mythology gives clues as to what we're looking at in terms of this planetary piece, the vibe that it gives off. So when the moon is in Aries, when we're talking about the moon, there is no time to think. There is only time to act because Aries is symbolized by the ram. The ram does not think before it strikes. It strikes (laughs) and then asks questions later. So with Mercury in Gemini, Mercury rules Gemini. Gemini, when you think of Gemini, Gemini is symbolized by the twins. The twins, I think of the four C's when I'm thinking of Gemini. Consciousness, communication, coordination and connectivity so gemini is air aries is fire so even though you may have a hair trigger response to your emotions now is a time to really let it out say what it is you are feeling because with mercury in connection with the moon in a harmonious way it allows for you to communicate your emotions even if they are fiery in a way that really connects to other people so that they can finally hear you well i am definitely into that i have been out of sync maybe i can uh, reel it in you can reel it in or you can let it out let it out <laughs> that's what you want to do because if you've been holding something in now's the day to, to let off the steam so if you have something to say specifically Specifically to someone you love or someone that you're in relationship with, do it today. Kick it off on Monday. Yeah, last week you had some advice that I did not take and kind of unloaded all of my shit. (laughs) It did not go as planned. Maybe I can revisit it on this day. Yes. Yes. So mark your calendar down for all the other days where you're feeling like I want to say something. Hold it off until May 18th. Almost like therapy, right? You know that that day is coming. You can kind of like save all your shit up and... And then unload on that day. So that's Monday. Tuesday, May 19th, the moon continues through Aries. Just as on Monday, we were looking at the moon in Aries and the connection it made with Mercury. On Tuesday, we're looking at the moon in Aries again, but this time it's connecting with Pluto. The Lord of the Underworld? Yes, Lord of the Underworld. God of death. (laughs) Planet of transformation. And Pluto is retrograding through Capricorn. So just like when we were talking about Gemini on Monday, I try to think of like simple clues to remember what the signs mean. So on Gemini, I, I think of the four C's. Consciousness, communication, connectivity, and coordination. That's Gemini. When I'm thinking of Capricorn, where Pluto is... That's the goat? That's the goat. And the goat represents the three A's. Ambition, achievement, and authority. Ooh, okay. I can see that because you always talk about the goat climbing to the top of the mountain. Yes, exactly. It's a good visual. Yes. So this is a very stressful, challenging alignment for the moon on Tuesday because... 
Aries, where the moon is, is cardinal fire, and Capricorn, where Pluto is, is cardinal earth. So both of these energies want to lead. The cardinal energy creates a strong connection, but since it's conflicting elements, fire and earth, the connection, though it's very strong, is very challenging, very stressful. So this today is all about stepping forward, being willing to take the lead, initiating while at the same time being restrained by the authority. So something must change here. Something must move. It's not easy to stand up to whatever or whomever is holding you back, but these are necessary challenges in order for you to grow. So you have to either charge ahead and deal with the conflict at hand or hide and let the authority overrun you. So that's an either or. I view it as if you're in a position of authority or if you're in a position where you're subjugated by an authority, this is a time to really look within yourself and see how you want to lead. And if there is an authority restricting you or if you feel restricted in some way as an authority, you have to charge through. And there's going to be conflict, but that is good because after a conflict comes a resolution. But if there is no conflict, there can be no resolution. It's just festering. So you're saying if we don't push through with having that conflict... It's going to fester. Yeah, and that's what we don't want. No. We're either working with the planets or against them. Yes, because it's going to fester. It's going to cause more stress in your life because it's obviously something that that you are feeling. And if you are ignoring it, the feelings are going to intensify. You know, it may be uncomfortable sometimes, but you have to do it. Otherwise, it's going to be more uncomfortable if you don't. Is that it for Tuesday? Uh, That's it for Tuesday. So, And then I hear Wednesday. We've got a lot happening. Wednesday's a big day. Wednesday, May 20th. We're looking at three planetary pieces. We're looking at the sun, Venus, and Neptune. We'll start there. The sun and Venus, they're both in Gemini. And Gemini is symbolized by the twins. It's known for the four C's. I got Consci- this one. <laughs> yeah? You want to do it? Go for it, oh, Ingrid. Yeah. Consciousness, communication, connectivity, and I don't remember now. Coordination. Yes, exactly. I knew you'd get it. I like these little tips. They're really good lessons. I always remember your, you kind of like keep bringing them up and now I have like a pretty good grasp on what the planets and the signs represent. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Thank you, Ingrid. You know, people always ask me like, how do you know all this? How do you learn this? And I don't know. I just keep, I, I think of simple ways to remember this information uh, because it's meant to be simple. It's not meant to be complicated. So the four C's, consciousness, communication, coordination, and connectivity. That's Gemini. That's where the sun is. That's That's where Venus is. We're talking about both of those planetary pieces today. So the sun, think of the sun. What is the sun? The sun is the giver of light, life, and vitality. I mean, that's not hard to remember. If you go outside and the sun is up, you sense it, whether you're looking at it or not. Why? Because it's light outside. Because of the sun, we have life. Plants grow. It also makes you feel more alive, when the sun is out. If you've had a string of cloudy days, then when the day when the sun comes out, you're like, oh my God, it feels so great to be in the sun because it brings vitality. It, It warms the body. 
It makes you feel alive. The reason why we're talking about the sun is because the sun today, on Wednesday, May 20th, arrives in Gemini, as it does every year. On May 20th or the 21st, the sun shows up in Gemini, and it hangs in Gemini. It transits through Gemini until June 20th or 21st, depending on the year. But it's always around those days. So just mark your calendar, May 20th to June 20th. This is a time to focus on your ability in terms of your conscious mind, how you communicate, how you coordinate and how you connect with others wow i really like that i'm writing that down awesome i love it i love it or i'll see you next week and you can remind me (laughs) (laughs) i'll remind you i'll remind you but it's good to have these reminders yourself and just write it in your calendar i mean i i would think that any calendar should list when the sun is in whatever sign it just makes life easier because going back to the planets as music This is the vibe, the rhythm that the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality is putting out there in the world right now. Be more conscious. Be a better communicator. Connect with others. Coordinate your thoughts with action. Like to tie that in with that rhythm thing. Yeah. It's like when you hear a song for the first time and then you hear it for the 30th time. It's so different because you can really almost like coordinate your dance moves. You know what parts are going to happen when and you can like move to the music more easily. So when we start to remember all of these planetary pieces and where they show up during the year, because it does happen on a schedule, then we can start moving with the rhythm of the planets. Exactly, right? I mean, you... It's if so you're... simple. <laughs> I love that. And I, I feel like I'm just barely learning. Yes. And the more I hear it, I'm starting to... Yeah, connect with it more and it becomes easier and easier to remember what all of these pieces mean. You're finding the rhythm. So Venus, the other planet in retrograde that we're talking about, Venus has been retrograde since May 12th. It began moving into its retrograde shadow on April 9th. It will remain retrograde until June 24th and it will remain in its shadow until July 28th. So when I'm talking about the shadow, Venus is creating a shadow across the sky because it began retrograding at a certain degree and it continues until another degree and then it goes back to the degree that it began at and it moves forward past the degree where the retrograde ended. So the shadow period represents the place in the sky where the planet will retrace its steps. But another reason why the shadow is significant and why it's as significant as the retrograde period itself is because in the instance of Venus, Venus moves one degree a day. Currently, Venus hasn't moved more than one degree in the last 19 days. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. It's basically stopped almost, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, think about that, you know. Screeching to a halt. Totally. It moves one degree a day, but right now it hasn't moved more than a degree in the last 19 days. So, what that means is think about Venus. Venus is Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships. Well, I'm feeling that. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, for sure. Super hard. Yes. Yes. It's forcing you to take a closer look within your conscious mind and how you communicate, how you coordinate those thoughts into action 
and how you connect with others in these relationships. How do you move through this period gracefully? That's a great question. But before I answer that question, I just want to add the third piece that we're looking at today. And that third piece is Neptune. It's the god of the fresh water and sea, the planet of compassion, dreams, fantasy, illusion, and deception. Neptune is slowly transiting through the sign that it rules, Pisces, where it has been since 2011. Symbolized by the fish, Pisces represents all that Neptune does since Neptune is the planetary ruler of Pisces. So compassion, dreams, fantasy, illusion, deception, escapism, drugs and alcohol. This is Pisces. Pisces is mutable water. Gemini, where Venus is, is mutable air. So right now, Venus is at 20 degrees retrograde in Gemini. This is the degree where it's been or near for the last 19 days. Neptune has been hanging out at 20 degrees in Pisces. So this has created a stressful square between the planet of relationships and the cloudy planet. So going back to what your question was, Ingrid, about how to navigate through this period with your relationships, because there's a lot of confusion in relationships right now. Neptune is the planet of faith. And right now it's about finding faith within yourself, finding compassion for yourself, and finding compassion for those that you are in relationship with. So the way you navigate through this is by slowing down. Like if you were driving in the fog, would you be going 90 miles an hour? (laughs) Well, not, not me. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm going to slow down for sure. You'd probably crash your car, you know? <laughs> so think of this as driving in a fog. Yeah. Your relationships, whether it be your lovers, your close friends, or your business partner or partners, are in the clouds. You are yeah. driving in a fog of the relationship. So slowing down and... Slow down. And then tapping into the compassion for yourself and for others. Yes. I'm having a hard time having compassion for others, so I'm going to sit on that. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. If, if you can't see where you're going and you're having trouble finding compassion for those that you're in relationship with, pull the car over. Stop on the side of the road. Go within yourself. Neptune is the planetary ruler of Pisces. Neptune is in Pisces. Pisces is the sign that represents the subconscious. So you are meant to slow down, go within your subconscious, and really ask yourself, why am I frustrated here? What is it that I'm confused about? Take your time before you start communicating (laughs) what it is you're feeling unless you're communicating from a place of compassion so that's wednesday that was a big day (laughs) what is the big days this week are wednesday and friday wednesday and friday yes yes so on thursday may 21st we're talking about neptune again but this time we're talking about neptune in relation to the moon And the moon, which was in Aries on Monday and Tuesday, has now moved on to Taurus. Taurus is fixed earth. Taurus represents security, finance, 
and all material matters, including art, culture, and cooking. It is symbolized by the bull. So, because Taurus is fixed air, and Pisces, where Neptune is, is mutable water, this creates a harmonious alignment because water nurtures the earth, and earth gives water form. So... If you're being compassionate and kind to yourself during the stress of the Venus connection with Neptune, then as the moon moves here today and today, Thursday, Venus is still connecting to Neptune. (laughs) Even though we highlighted that on Wednesday and we just did because that's when it was making an exact alignment, it's still going to be connecting with Neptune until May 25th. So so we're going to be driving through this fog for a while. You need to be driving slow at least through May 25th. Okay. And, uh, but, but there are periods during that time where you're relieved in a sense, uh, where maybe the clouds clear a little bit and you're able to move forward a little slower. It's still not, you know, 65 miles an hour keeping it the speed limit, but, uh, (laughs) but maybe just, you know, you're going like 15 miles an hour instead of pulled over. So Taurus, the moon in Taurus allows for that to happen because it soothes the energy of Neptune. It really invites you to look within your relationships and think about what you need to feel secure, what it is you value and what it is you need from relationships to feel secure. So write those things down and look into those areas. I'm going to write them down. Actually, my check-in is just doing the Instagram and seeing daily what, what we should be asking ourselves. It's like a perfect check-in with, I guess, journal questions or things to think about for that day. That's great. And you do a great job on the Instagram, Ingrid. Thanks. Thank you. I like it. At the Weekly Transit on IG for everyone that's listening. And uh, yeah, it's a daily check-in. It helps me. <laughs> cool. I love it. Now, Friday, May 22nd, is another big day. The reason is, well, there's several reasons. Because we're looking at six planetary pieces, five of which we've already talked about this week. One that's new. Now, the big news for Friday is Friday is the new moon. It's the new moon in Gemini, symbolized by the twins, the four C's, consciousness, communication, coordination, connectivity. So should we be planting the seeds in those areas? Okay. Yes, exactly. The new moon is all about planting the seeds for the coming harvest, the 28-day moon cycle. So following the rhythm of the planets, Friday, you are making specific choices on how to open your mind so that your consciousness is clear, communicate those thoughts, take action to coordinate those thoughts, and connect to others by sharing those thoughts. So it's all about your conscious mind and how you're working through it. Now, what intensifies this new moon even more is the sun and the moon. They're at the exact same degree in Gemini, and they are connecting, aligning harmoniously with Saturn, which is the god of wealth and time, the planet of restriction, limitation, and hard work. Saturn is currently retrograding, moving backwards, through Aquarius, which, like Gemini, is an air sign. Symbolized by the water bear, Aquarius represents community, social network, and social causes. Saturn 
in Aquarius symbolizes the hard work necessary to achieve your ambitions in these areas. So when you add Saturn in Aquarius to the new moon in Gemini, it allows you to add precision to your intentions, meaning how will you use your consciousness to communicate your thoughts, coordinate those thoughts to action, and connect those who can assist you within your social network, society, or community, perhaps to advance a social cause. So it's really about the new moon is all about the four C's, but it's also about how you can direct those four C's in the social scene. So not just in your personal close relationships, but expanding on that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, the last three pieces that we're going to hit on Friday, the sun and the moon are at the exact same degree in Gemini. On the same day, Venus, the planet of relationships, and Mercury, the planet of communication, will also be at the exact same degree in Gemini. Venus is moving backwards, retrograde. Mercury is moving forward. These two planets will be at 20 degrees, which means they will also be connecting with Neptune in Pisces. So that same vibe that we were talking about on Wednesday, about there being a fog in relationships, now the fog in relationships rises up to your conscious mind and how you're communicating. So everything that we were talking about on Wednesday intensifies today. And so I don't want to like freak you out about it, (laughs) but because I, I think this is a very special alignment. Think about this. Once a year, every year since 2011, when Neptune arrived in the sign it rules, Pisces, It has created a square, a stressful alignment with Mercury in Gemini. Once a year, every year since 2011, when Neptune arrived in its home of Pisces, it has created a square with Venus in Gemini. What makes this unique is the last time Venus and Mercury were this close together, creating A square from Gemini with Neptune was 1850, May of 1850, and it wasn't even that close then. Uh, That was a few degrees away. This is the exact degree. So is this a day for pulling over to the side of the road? Yes, (laughs) definitely pull over. If you're pulling over or not, it's about focusing your conscious attention on how you want to be a master communicator. This is raising the awareness, the conscious awareness of the globe so that humanity, whether you are aware that this is happening or not, is going to rise up and be more conscious. There's going to be some conflict that leads to this consciousness, Mm -hmm. but the conflict can be averted if you are more conscious in the first place of what's happening. And that's the whole point of this podcast. (laughs) We could evaluate how to be better communicators and what that might look like in a positive direction, like moving forward with our life, maybe looking into the future and seeing how things can be better if we were better communicators and how to achieve that. Yes. Okay. Yes. I have been really stubborn in that lately. That's a nice reminder for me to just check in with myself and want to be a better person for myself and everyone around me. That's the whole point, right? I mean, You want to be a better person for yourself. When you're a better person for yourself, you'll be a better person for the people around you. In order to do that, it's like you say, you you got to check in. 
with yourself and really set conscious intentions as to who you want to be as a communicator. It's it's not easy to communicate. If it, if it was easy to communicate, there probably wouldn't be as many wars or as many conflicts <laughs> happening across this globe. Yeah. So it's a hard job and it's going to be very challenging at this period in time, but that's where Neptune comes in, compassion. That's like the fifth C in this alignment because you got the four C's from Gemini and add the C from Pisces, compassion. So how to be a conscious communicator with compassion, with compassion so that you can coordinate and connect with others (laughs) in the way that you want to. Wow. (laughs) It's all coming together. Yes. And then on Saturday, May 23rd, Again, we're talking about the moon in Gemini, and the reason is, is because on Saturday, the moon has moved on to where Venus and Mercury are. So if you weren't feeling it on the new moon, you will feel it the day after, because the moon brings the feelings wherever it goes. So it's going to bring the feelings to your emotions, and Mm -hmm. it's going to bring the feelings to your conscious mind. And then on Sunday, May 24th, Mercury, which has been the big player this week, one of the big players, yes, is now... Another C? Wait, was that already in there? It's in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first C, Ingrid. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm having a block here. (laughs) Uh, Wake up your conscious mind so that you can hear the C's. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Mercury again, and Mercury is going to be connecting, which is another C. That's one of the C's. That's one of the four. It's going to be connecting with Pluto. Pluto, the god of death, lord of the underworld, and planet of transformation. So mm-hmm. all the work that you've done in in making yourself a better communicator and setting the intentions for you to be a better communicator, today on Sunday, May 24th, is an opportunity for you to communicate to the authority from a place of conscious awareness, and that starts within yourself. So think about how you speak to yourself do you speak to yourself in a way that that makes you feel valued? It's important for you to remember that you are one of a kind and the divine information that you possess within you is of you and you alone. So if you want to be an authority, I mean, do you communicate to yourself from a place that makes you feel like an authority? I mean, maybe sometimes, but think I'm really hard on myself and then it comes across really harsh and that definitely reflects in my communication to others. Mm -hmm. It would behoove you to speak to yourself with respect. (laughs) You insinuated that how you talk to yourself is also going to be reflected in how you communicate with others. So really Mm -hmm. starting with yourself Mm -hmm. and doing a check in there and seeing how you speak to yourself. And if you can change that dialogue, then you're going to be able to change the dialogue in terms of communicating with other people in your life? Yes, because it starts up here in your head, in your mind. That's the first C, consciousness. Before you can communicate to another person, you are communicating in your mind. So yeah, that's wh- slowing, slowing down enough to even notice those things because sometimes we just communicate before we've had any 
sort of conscious awareness of what's happening and we just spit it out. And that's, right. I think, what gets us in trouble yeah. in our communications is not not having the consciousness before we communicate. Right. You You almost have to, like, embed it into your consciousness that this is going on right now. So you have to think before you speak. Think before you speak. <laughs> and when you're thinking, how are you speaking to yourself? Are you speaking to yourself with respect or are you putting yourself down? What's a good question to ask ourselves to check in with our consciousness before we communicate? I don't know. You tell me. What do you think? Maybe is what I'm thinking real? Ah, right. Zooming out to a broader perspective instead of this is happening to me, zooming out and seeing what's happening to everyone in the situation so mm. we can see it more clearly before we start trying to explain things to other people, just seeing all sides of the all sides of the story. I think that's I think that's great advice. I also think about, you know, these conversations that you have in your mind. <laughs> you're not having them by yourself. You're having them with those people that you want to talk to. Mm-hmm. And so you're hearing that person speak to you in your mind and you're creating this whole make-believe conversation that doesn't exist in reality because it all comes from your perception. So Ooh, I have a good one. Yeah. Tell me. You can play out all kinds of scenarios, but a lot of the time they're going to be worst case scenarios. So you have that first thought of what's happening, zooming out and then zooming back in with the conversation with those people that hasn't happened yet and putting the best case scenario there. Yes. Sucking in that negative energy, kind of, you know, birthing something new in the communications that you're going to have with those people. Yeah, because so often we're thinking about the worst thing that could possibly happen. And then we go out panicked and freaking out over something that's not real. It's just in your mind. And then bringing that energy to the conversation to begin with. It didn't start off on a good foot because you weren't coming from that perspective. Yeah, you nailed it. (laughs) Thanks, Scott. (laughs) Now let's put it into practice. Yep, that's the challenge. Thank you so much for sharing all of this amazing knowledge with us. Um, it's I'm my su- pleasure. Yeah, I'm super excited to uh, see what happens in the next week yes. after we get out of our... Well, I guess we're in the fog for a while, but we'll check in next week and see what if there's any parts parting in the clouds. What do you say? <laughs> see if, see if there's a parting in the clouds. Sure. Yeah. yeah. A clearing. A clearing in the fog. And I hope that all of you out there can see clearly to like us five stars <laughs> <laughs> on, like, on itunes go to the weekly and sign up for the free mailing list where uh everything in the podcast is shared weekly so you can read it and revisit it go on instagram the weekly transit yeah and, uh, and if you have any questions ask astrology questions yeah hit me up go to the website let me know and we'll talk about it yeah we'll, send in some questions yeah The weekly transit. The weekly transit.